Welcome to the Jersey Baseball Show this week. It's an exciting 2022 season, and we've talked to a couple of guys who should be at the top of the list as far as best pitcher in, in New Jersey, Trey Dombrowski, uh, Frank Doling. And, and, and in doing so, we, we certainly don't want to neglect the guy who, uh, who won New Jersey's first NCAA tournament game in, in 10 years last year, and that's Ryan Fisher at NJIT. And Fish, welcome to, uh, to the show. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Um, where are we going this year? I mean, after after last season's great run, you know, so many guys back. Um, what's sort of been the, the the thought from that that last pitch against uh, Nebraska, you know, to to now? I mean, what are we what are we building towards here? And and how's it? And I guess before that, how's it feel to be back with all the guys? Oh, I mean, it's awesome, really. It's uh, to have everyone back. I mean, of course, we're missing our our two starters and Jared Caxo and Tyler Stafflinger, but uh, you know, it's great to have everyone back and uh, to be in that culture, that grip ball coach culture, you know, it's, uh, it's really something special and we're excited to just build upon last year and uh, the expectations are, if not the same, completely uh, much better than, than last year. We expect to go further and uh, do a lot more damage. Is it, is it different mentally, like knowing that, that you're going to be the team everybody's going after now? And, and how do you prepare for that? You know, is it something we just kind of relish and take on or, or you know, what's what's the, the mindset for everybody? Yeah, I think uh, Robbie talks about uh, how we were always being the hunters and now we're going to be the hunted. And uh, I think that nothing really changes as far as mindset. Uh, we're still going to think of ourselves as the hunters and uh, you know, it's just, it's kind of, it's kind of cool to be the team that nobody, everyone wants to be, you know, we kind of, as far as the, the program goes, it's never really been like that. Um, and then, you know, this year, it's just a completely different uh, experience for the team and just going out and still just dominating. We just, we just want to just keep that, keep that rolling. Kind of feel like your personality. You you like that anyway. You know, uh, yeah. Uh, Hundred and Central. You obviously always were. You know, uh, Legion. Uh, you know everything. You you always kind of relish knowing that you're going to get their best and and you're going after them with your best anyway. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I mean, uh, from Central to Legion, uh, I've always been pretty lucky to be on great teams and uh, be the hunted. I guess you could say, and then. Uh, just to be back there this year, it's, it's really awesome, honestly. Now, you mentioned uh, you have the two guys really who aren't back, Cack and, uh, and, and Tyler uh, Staffinger, and, and, and you kind of are going to move, obviously, move into to Tyler's role, getting that, that number one start with each weekend series now. Um, from when you kind of step foot on campus to now, how have you grown to, to be ready to, to be that guy that, that everybody's looking to now as, as the ace? Well, I think I think I owe a lot of my success to uh, the coaches for really believing in me. Robbie has always believed in me. Uh, Coach DeLeo has always believed in me. Everyone's believed in me. Uh, and I think that's really helped uh, myself as a pitcher and as a player. And obviously with the guidance of the, those two veteran pitchers, it's really I'm, – I'm not surprised uh, with just how, how well I've done because those guys – they really helped me become the pitcher that I am today uh, just by watching them, learning from them. Uh, and then, you know, it's just, it's really, it was really a privilege to work with them. And staff came back this year as a grad assistant. 
uh, and he's really done a lot so far uh, in the month that we've been here. So I expect to really make another jump this year. He couldn't. He couldn't get away from all you guys. Nah, nah. He couldn't. He couldn't get. He couldn't stay away. So we'll put you in charge of writing a dictionary here, and 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 if we had to define grit ball, right? Because <laughs> that's 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 the thing, right? That's the culture that you guys have have sort of yeah. adapted and and made your own, and this 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 team that that doesn't have a field on campus, and is just going to go out tough everybody, and we're going to go on national TV and you know, kind of show out against against Arkansas and, you know, take a lead on them and, and scare, you know, the, you know what out of them. But you had to define grit ball for, for us. What, what Where would we go with that? I think grit ball really just has to do with uh, just being tough and just uh, working hard and, and doing everything you can to, to be the best player that you can be. Uh, you know, originally it started out, we were just sitting in here, uh, joking around, playing MLB The Show. And uh, there were a couple of just silly plays uh, in the game. And uh, Dave gets up and he screams, Gripple, Gripple. <laughs> and and it just, it just kind of stuck. And, and eventually it turned into something more, something that really it describes the culture that uh, really that class of guys, Paul, Julio, Rap. Dave, that they really created that culture of grip ball, and and I, it's going to stick here for years to come. Really, you can't have a more grip ball closer than a, a guy throwing eighty four, eighty five, just like out mentally absolutely toughing not. everybody, right? I mean, absolutely. You know, for for him and and Kevin Copps, the two guys with the best stats in the in the country, and that yeah. you know, as as a starter, knowing that you're turning the ball over to him, you know, I, ideally, I mean, I, so many games last year. You know, the NCAA tournament, which we'll talk about in a bit, you know, but but knowing that, you know, obviously everybody wants to fight to stay in the game as long as they can. I mean, that, that any good starting pitcher is going to say that. But but knowing that you're turning the ball over to, to someone like Jake, you know, you got to feel like pretty confident. Yeah, it definitely. It definitely takes a little bit of weight off my shoulders uh, if I'm, you know, maybe not feeling it out there or, you know, something goes wrong. Uh you know, runner gets on late in the game and, you know, tie game, down one, up one. Uh, and then they put rap in the game. I, I I think there's nothing better than him coming in after me. And I just I just get to sit back and relax. Like, I just know he's going to get the job done. Absolutely. And, and you know, on the, on the other hand, throwing to, to someone like Paul, but not just Paul, obviously, somebody that you grew up playing with, um, you know, primarily in, in, in Luke Longo. I mean, that's, you know, you got guys who – know you probably as well as any catchers ever have I guess yeah 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 Luke has been my catcher since middle school 12 years old mm -hmm. uh, so that's about eight years now almost nine years and uh, I mean it's crazy to think about how we've just how far we've both come I mean he's he's grown as as much as a catcher as I have as a pitcher and I love having him back there he's my battery mate my guy you know I, I love I feel comfortable with him out there uh, probably more than than anyone he's he's really great to have out there with me when when you talk about being on the same wavelength as your catcher I guess too right it, it's probably not possible to be any any closer that way yeah not at all not at yeah. all so let's let's talk NCAA tournament last year you know for only guy in since 2011 in New Jersey to, to get a win um go back to that weekend obviously the the most ridiculous time you'll probably ever have in college baseball and until we get to Omaha this year, right? 
Yeah, uh, you know, but but short of that, I mean, just the the whole weekend itself. But then, you know, you lose a tough game on Friday. It's your ball on Saturday against a really good Northeastern team, and and I think Sebastian Keen was pitching too. Another top pro, you know, top prospect. Shitler uh, was pitching. Oh, okay. So Keen probably pitched the first. Okay, yeah, I think so many good pitchers last year. It was they did, but yeah. again, You're same thing. Fun. You know, you know, you're talking about a guy who was. Uh, you know, one of the best pitchers in his class in the country last year. Um, where's your mind going in that day? What do you remember about that day and that game? And 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 how does it feel to, you know, hey, I, I won a game in the NCAA tournament? Yeah. Um, I mean, that day, got up, uh, you know, obviously pumped up, all jacked up. I was ready to go, you know. Uh, I would prepared for it mentally in every way I was ready to do it, you know, ready to perform in front of everyone. And we get to the field, everything's okay. I'm warming up and I get to the bullpen and I'm throwing in my bullpen. Uh, Coach DeLeo's watching, Rap's watching, and I'm throwing a long go and every pitch, it just does not come out the way I wanted it to come out. And it just didn't feel right. I was, I was getting all in my head. I was like, I was, you know, Coach was like, calm down, calm down. Rap was like, hey, man, you got to figure this out. Like, we're starting in 10 minutes. And I was like, yeah, I know. I'm trying. I'm trying. And so I calmed down a little bit. I got out there. And once I started going, uh, I just I just felt good out there. And, uh, you know, just I think what really helped was just having everyone behind me. Uh, and they just kind of – they believed in me. And then – the fact that I can trust my defense so well, uh, so easily, it's just, it really takes a lot of weight off my shoulders and I just got to throw the ball in there, how I know how to do it. And uh, it really just worked out better, but I was, I was definitely freaking out beforehand. There were some crazy times in the pen, you're saying before. The yeah. Game. Yeah. It's actually funny because I was watching a video. Uh, DeGrom was talking about how, he has when he has the worst bullpens, he has some of the best outings. When he has the best bullpens, he has some of the worst outings. So I guess in the back of my head, I was kind of like, oh, you know, I might be all right out here, and and I was okay. So yeah, and to to play in, and and throw in front of that crowd, and and really so many fans, you know, when you when you listen to the end of that game, it it it's there's there's definitely a roar, and you know that it's more than just your fans, which were great that obviously made the trip down, but you know, to play in front of so many supportive people from other schools, you know, that's, that was pretty cool, I'm sure. Yeah, it was awesome. The people down there were great. I mean, I being like hearing that, that was the first time I've ever heard cheering for my team like that. You know, it was, it was, it was crazy. It was awesome. It was just a great, great experience, great feeling. And I don't really think we realized in the moment, but uh, afterward, looking back on it, we're like, man, like, that was that was awesome. Like they were cheering for us. But, Trying to get ten thousand over at uh, at at Heinz this year, right? To, to yeah, yeah. I don't know if there's enough seating there. No. I don't even know if there's enough seating for ten hundred. <laughs> so so then you you got a little bit of time in the summer, right after a long season, um, throwing was played up in the NECBL, and and what have you been focusing on? You know, personal improvement wise since the uh you know that great run at the end of last year yeah personally uh definitely more more fine tuning uh 
I'm definitely working. I'm working on my hips, my mobility, uh, a lot more, uh, more mechanical stuff. And then as far as pitching goes, uh, I've been really developing a third pitch. Um, I change up last year. I was primarily fastball slider, throw my change up every now and then, uh, recently this fall I've been throwing and in the summer, I've been throwing fastball change up a lot. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the slider been working on that on the side, but, um, that didn't need as much work as the changeup I felt. So uh, really, I'm just kind of uh, figuring out like how to uh, how to control uh, command my pitches better. Uh, essentially, just change eye levels, change speeds. Uh, so I've been doing a lot of that in my bullpen, uh, focusing on thirds of the plate rather than cutting the plate in half, uh, cutting into thirds. So you have the outer third, middle third, sure. and you want to stay away from the middle third, of course. That's yeah. where you get beat up. So yeah. doesn't matter how hard you throw in there. Yeah, absolutely. So I've been just trying to uh, really just work on command and uh, fine-tuning stuff. Uh, and then I've been obviously working after it in the gym, uh, trying to get the v- velocity up a little bit, but uh, it'll come in due time, I think. You uh, You able to take on more of a – an upperclassman kind of mentor role with, with so many young guys coming in and, you know, so many young guys with, with probably more credentials as a whole than, than you guys did when you came in. But, you know, do you feel like that, that it's your time to really take that role too now? Yeah, definitely. Um, I think with the fifth year guys still here, I think uh, they kind of still own that role completely. Yeah. I'm kind of learning, learning from them, uh, giving my 10 cents in each, uh, conversation that we have, uh, whether it's with the staff or with the team, but yeah, uh, really it's, it's more up to them, but then obviously they're not here next year. So, uh, then that's, that's, that'll be my time. Sure. sure. Kind of a bridge, right. While they're still around and, you know, you've got the credibility of pretty well last year, you know? Yeah. Um, so backtracking before college, let's let's talk a little bit about you know your your high school uh, career, hundred and central, um, American Legion baseball, right? With uh, with White House post uh, two eighty four, you know how did that? You know so many guys are um, showcase dominant now, but to, to get the couple of years of Legion experience in with a with a, a top notch program as as well as kind of backing it up off of your high school program, how did that that plan for that in that kind of environment help shape you to, to get to where you are? Yeah. Uh, well, Fars, uh, coach Farzia was always very, very, you know, do this, go to work here, go to work. He really kind of got that almost grip ball, you know, work hard mentality, uh, into me already. And, uh, uh, as far as high school, uh, just those guys that I played with, they were also really hard workers. Um, there are a couple of guys are playing now. Um, and I think that honestly, without, without Legion and without Hunter and Central, that it probably, I probably wouldn't be where I am today. I think that uh, Coach Farzio really, really helped me uh, in the sense of just getting me where I am. Uh, you know, he gave me all the, what I need to do, uh, where I need to go. He kind of helped set me up in the recruiting process and then, uh, eventually, uh, NJIT found me and I'm just lucky to be, I'm lucky to be here. So 
you you love the Legion experience. I mean, is that something that sometimes gets lost among people, you know, among younger guys? Yeah, today? I think a lot of people hear Legion and they're not really, they're not, they kind of laugh at it. Like, oh, like, Legion. and, you know, I, I understand it. Uh, you know, I played on White House and, uh, you know, we would beat up on teams 10 runs and then, uh when we get to the state final, that's when it, that was when it would get competitive. Uh, and then obviously tournaments too. And that was really, that was the fun part. Uh, of course, you know, beating up on teams is fun too, but you know, we're winning 10 runs every game. It's I understand all. why people are saying, oh, Legion baseball is not all that. Yeah. Uh, but I think there are definitely a lot of teams in Legion that are notable teams. They're really, they're good teams, have great players. Definitely. So goals for this year, you know, I'm sure you got some individual and team wise, you know, obviously the common sense is to, to repeat and, and, and relive, not relive, but, but have another chapter, I guess, in the same experience, but, but what are our goals at this point for, for 2022? Yeah. I mean, simply put, uh, just be better than last year. Um, that's to be simple with it. Obviously uh, as a team, we'd like to, win the conference this year uh, rather than by technicality. But, uh, you know, I think we just want to show everyone that it wasn't a fluke last year. It wasn't, you know, whatever happened. Uh, we don't need to talk. We don't need to get into it. But, uh, <laughs> you know, we just we just want to be better than last year. I want to be better than last year. Uh, it's, it's really just that's that's just the culture that we've that we've developed this year. And uh, I think a lot of guys have bought into it. I think as far as practice goes in the last month and a half that we've been practicing, uh, I can definitely tell that everyone's working hard and we're all just ready to prove ourselves again. You've got a group of, of six fifth-year guys who, who all came back um, for one last you know, run. I mean, they, they really played a large part in building what NJIT baseball is now. Um, what can you tell me about those guys and, and what they've meant to a, you know, kind of grit ball, but, but, but also be what they've meant to, to Ryan Fisher. Yeah. I mean, those six guys are probably some of my best friends that they are my best friends uh, since I've been here. I live with them. So, uh, you know, they, they've really helped create just uh, a great, just brotherhood. Um, I mean, those guys, I've never seen friends like them to each other and then treating everyone else with the same respect and same, same friendship. It's just, it's incredible. I mean, they're all great guys and uh, we're lucky to have leaders like them. Uh, uh, great ball players too, of course. And uh, I mean, it's just, it's great. Uh, they, they're really awesome guys and uh, we're just lucky to have them here. When you made the, the decision to, to come to NJIT, you know, it, it, it wasn't like they were coming off of years of great success. I mean, you could see they were starting to grow as a program, but it's not like you're joining like the, you know, a team that had gone to the NCAAs 10 straight years or anything like that. Can you imagine, you know, how well that it, at that time, how well it's worked out, you know, not just on the field, but also off the field? Yeah. I mean, crazy it's it's crazy to think about really how what was it uh they were nine and 40 uh jared's or jared's freshman year the Caxos yeah. freshman year 
that's what Paul I mean, and all those guys walked into. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's, it's crazy to think nine and 40 and then regional, regional appearance in four years. Like it's crazy. And, and the support we see, we receive from everyone on campus. It's great. Uh, it's just incredible. I mean, it's really awesome. And, and to do it the way that, that, you know, everybody has, it's not like they just shipped in a bunch of Juco guys that, that, you know, and then they're going to ship out and then the program's going to be back. You know, it, it really just kind of grew, you know, that, that, that she always seemed to be more impressive yeah. to me. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Or, you know, I guess, what would you say that, that you can repeat when, when younger guys come in, you know, high school guys, um, you guys get, you have, you know, juniors, seniors, whatever coming in for their visits. What do you tell them about, you know, what NJIT baseball means to you? Well, so I haven't, I haven't actually met any of the guys coming in, uh, any of the recruits, but I would tell them that NJIT baseball is, is family. Like I can't, I can't imagine myself anywhere else, any other school playing for any other team. And that's because of the family and the brotherhood that we've created here. And I think, I honestly think that's the most important thing when it comes to choosing your school, uh, choose somewhere that you can make an impact on where you can play well, you can do something for the program and then find kids that you love, that you'll love guys that guys that will take you in and, and be there with you at any time, any time, anytime you need anything, whether it's baseball related, school related, personally, I mean, it's NJIT baseball is family and, and it's just, it's great to be part of it. Absolutely. We are here this week with, with Ryan Fisher, uh, NCAA tournament winning pitcher last year, um, returning ace of the staff for, uh, for the Highlanders. Um, always a, a pleasure. Look forward to, to watching you, uh, you know, keep that, that improvement up and, and uh, bigger things and even better things in 2022. So, so thanks for taking some time with us. Thank you, Mike. Appreciate it. Awesome. Thanks, Ryan.